Welcome to Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Join us in a sex-positive awakening adventure to help create a sex-positive world. Become part of a movement and start living a sex-positive lifestyle free of sexual shame and guilt. Adult Bedtime Stories is a Raven Slayer production. Adult Bedtime Stories is a show dedicated to bringing sacredness back to our sexuality and to learn about everything sexual. Allow the beautiful sexy creature within you to emerge. Each week the focus of the show will be on a different sexual topic designed to enlighten you so you develop more fully as a sexual being. This is a sex education that you didn't receive in high school, but should have. Imagine for a moment that we could change the world and live a sex-positive lifestyle. In our sex-negative world, the process of socialization teaches us to feel shame and guilt around sex. By adopting a new set of attitudes and values around sex, we can view sex with a new understanding, which is accompanied with positive emotions and the attitude that sex is a sacred act. I am Ladyboy Chi, a sex expert, a life coach, and a sacred harlot. My life vision is to create a sex-positive world through adult education and BDSM performance art. Hello and welcome. This is Ladyboy Gigi. And tonight's episode is on life transformations through sex. And I have Paul with me. Hey, guys. <laughs> and basically, I know I've been doing a lot of work in my own life on transforming my life and doing sexual practices that give me a greater awareness and just raise my consciousness to a higher level. And it's all through sex. <laughs> and... Paul kind of came up with the topic, so I'd like to let him kind of go through what we're going to be talking about. So the reason I wanted to do this topic was because I have been going through a lot of really amazing changes in my life, and a lot of it has to do with the training that I've been doing with you. I find that raising sexual energy every day increases my energy. It makes me more confident. It helps me to order my life in a, a much more stable way. I'm able to make plans and stick to them. And through the BDSM relationship that we have, I've been able to 
modify a lot of my bad habits that had really cost me a lot in my life. It's really amazing to me that when you start a daily sexual practice, the amazing emotions that come up through that process, it's really incredible. Oh, yeah. And I know I've been doing erotic morning affirmations for quite a long time now. And even before I did that, I used to raise sexual energy and edge the orgasm and just become more aware of my body. So it does give a whole new perspective. But I think one of the things I have found so powerful is doing the erotic morning affirmations. And I think part of it is that it does help us reprogram our self-talk, our mind talk, the things we tell ourselves. And for so many years, I've kept telling myself negative things. And through this practice of morning affirmations and looking in the mirror and making positive statements, it's turned around my self-talk. And it's really made a huge difference. I'm a lot happier and more confident in life. I think the other thing it's done for me is that just going through these practices raises all kinds of good chemistry in the body that makes you feel better, better about the world, about yourself, and connects us with other people at a deeper level. Oh, definitely. You were mentioning the brain chemistry, and when you raise sexual energy, it definitely raises your serotonin and dopamine and oxytocin, and those are all the feel-good chemicals. Those are all the chemicals that are involved with your pleasure centers and the reward center of your brain, and it is very, very powerful. I know that before I got really good at practicing raising my sexual energy every day, I had gotten very depressed and I was frozen with fear in a lot of ways and I'd get very overwhelmed. And part of the thing that really helped me to reprogram my brain and help change my way of thinking was the daily sexual practice. Can you go into detail about your daily practice? <laughs> so my daily practice involves raising sexual energy, doing my affirmations, sitting in front of my altar, and continuing to raise my sexual energy for a long time. And I get in this very meditative trance-like state, and I focus on a picture of your cock because it's a symbol of my worship of you, and I spend some time devoted to worship of you. I spend some time thinking about my place in temple and bringing about a more sex-positive world. I spend some time thinking about me and the changes that I want to make. And I normally reserve some time to meditate on one specific 
topic for a while, and then I write a journal entry about it. And all told, it normally takes me anywhere from an hour to two hours, and it's been life-changing. Yeah, <laughs> and I know that I've seen such a dramatic change in you. I mean, you're, you are developing better habits and scheduling things and following the schedule. And I think part of it is just utilizing sex energy. It does empower us at a very deep level. It gives us more energy. It gives us that just well-balanced feeling. At least for me, it has. <laughs> oh, it definitely does. A lot of the tantric teachers and Taoist teachers have taught that sexual energy is one of the major energy centers of the body. And unlike a lot of the Taoists, I don't necessarily think that you have to not release to maintain that energy. I think that you can even if you do release. But oh, yeah. Building it up and letting it grow. And instead of before, when I'd masturbate, it would be an activity just to, to blow off some steam or because I wanted to sleep and it's easier to sleep after I've gotten off. But it always was something that I did and it generally took me about five minutes and then it'd be over. And I didn't really spend any time building that energy up. But after I've started this practice, when I masturbate and when I raise my sexual energy, I do it with intention, I do it with purpose, and I spend a good long time building up that energy and letting it circulate all throughout my body. And it's made a dramatic change in my thinking, in my mood. It's something that I really look forward to, and it's something that I think of as very sacred. And it is sacred. I mean, that's part of the sacredness of sexuality, is utilizing the gift of, that nature has given us in our bodies, our sexual bodies, and putting them to practice. In fact, I just was going through my emails and came across an email where it was referring to an article just published, and I didn't read through the entire article, but I kind of skimmed part of it. And it, one of the things they highly recommended, especially for men, is regular prostate massage to break up some of the fluids that have kind of crystallized and hardened and create a more healthy prostate, and that it helps prevent prostate cancer, and even sex helps bring all the fluids and flush them out of your body on a regular basis. I know that I've seen studies in the past that regular testicular massage will help prevent testicular cancer. And just practicing good hygiene and cleaning yourself helps with keeping your penis functioning well. I've seen where there's been studies done that show that 
washing regularly for men helps prevent penile cancer and other health problems. So I think partly it's developing practices that stimulate your body and feel so good, while at the same time bringing all these amazing benefits and life transformations. I mean, when I first started, I felt really depressed and down, and I thought, I'm no good at anything, and I was pretty hard on myself. And by developing this practice daily, it just turned my whole life around. I became so much more confident in everything, and I wasn't so afraid all the time. You mentioned fear, you know, just fear of social contacts and fear of, am I doing a good enough job at work, or am I being good enough in my friendships? Just all this stuff I used to tell myself. And by changing through morning affirmations, it's a type of reclaiming, I think. Reclaiming my right as a human being to feel good and to function really good. It's helped me. It's helped people I've known. And I work with a lot of people through Aphrodite's Temple. I even have started doing morning affirmation workshops <laughs> and getting people to come and practice or at least observe and see how it's done. But basically, it's just raising that good sexual energy. And during my morning affirmations, there's mornings that I bring myself to a full ejaculation, but most of the time I just raise the energy up. And then when I'm really good and hard and my nipples are tingly and I feel that sex pleasure going all through my body, then I start making the affirmations. I recorded them on my phone, so it's a lot easier. <laughs> and as I'm pleasuring myself, I state each one as I hear it in the recording, kind of mentally. And it really, I think when we get into that higher state of sexual ecstasy, that state of feeling pleasure so deeply, it puts us in a more receptive mode. And so the messages we give ourselves during the erotic meditation, they go in deeper. We're more open to the message, and it really has a profound effect. I definitely find the same thing to be true. I had tried doing affirmations several times in my life, and I never really stuck to it before I started raising my sexual energy beforehand. I felt a lot more self-conscious about it, and it felt a little hokey to me. But when I started doing them after I had raised my sexual energy, all of a sudden I didn't feel awkward or weird about it, and I felt like it was completely natural, and it's become something that I can just fall into, and it does make a huge change in your life to tell yourself things. I know that one thing you've told me many times is that it takes about 60 days to really retrain a brain pathway. So if you can stick with these morning affirmations for 60 days, you start to 
really believe the things that you're telling yourself. And for me, a lot of them have been focused on organization and time management and accomplishing goals and and also getting more comfortable with myself, with my body, with my brain the way that it is. And through doing this every day, I have really become a much more responsible person. I actually accomplish the things that I tell people that I will. I find it a lot easier to get myself out of negative thought patterns, especially when I start to feel overwhelmed. I used to get overwhelmed and be paralyzed and not be able to do anything. And then I would get behind because I really felt like I couldn't do anything and things piled up more and more until it hit a breaking point and I had to do some things and there were some things I never got done. But now when those overwhelmed feelings come up, I'm able to stop myself from spinning my wheels and I ask myself, okay, what is the thing that I could do right now that would have the greatest effect? Okay, then let me do that first. And I'm able to set priority to things and work on things slowly. And then you find that you thought that you didn't have enough time to accomplish what you wanted to, but in actuality, you you do. When you have more time that you are being productive, you are able to accomplish more than you thought was possible. Yeah. And I kind of look at doing this work as kind of creating a reset button in ourselves. <laughs> it's like I used to get into that thing of I'd have 10 different things and being ADHD and start on one thing, then get distracted and start on another thing and never get any of them finished. And one of the things that performing this practice daily has given me is a better focus, the ability to actually get on a project and get it done. And one of the things I learned long ago was oftentimes it's good to get on the task that I least wanted to do first and get it out of the way, and then my mind's not hung up on it. It's not running that squirrel cage saying, oh, I just dread doing this. I'm going to have to do it eventually. And you expend all this energy thinking about this dreaded task that you keep putting off. And once I started learning that, I realized, wow, if I get rid of the worst one first, I'm not dreading it. I feel a sense of accomplishment, and it's all done. And then I move on to the more pleasurable tasks that I enjoy. Yeah, for sure. And one of the things that I've found has helped me is not only doing the least desirable task first, but also intentionally setting up tasks that I still think of as productive that I also find enjoyable. Um, for me, that's study and that's reading and it's things of that nature. It's still productive because I am still 
bettering myself and not just doing something mindless but relaxing. I'm actively engaged with my brain, but I'm still enjoying the task and rewarding myself for finishing tasks that I don't want to do with tasks that I still think of as productive but are much more pleasurable, I have found has helped me a lot. I think another element of all this that's important is to identify your life passions, not just in sex, but passions in all areas of life. I know that for me, I identified long ago that teaching sex and researching about sex is, and sex in general is one of my great life passions. But I also like sculpting and photography and doing a lot of different crafts and getting into creativity. And through this practice, before I started practicing, raising that sexual energy each morning, I kind of have to work up to get the energy. And a lot of times I expend all this energy thinking, oh, I really want to do this, but kind of go around and think, well, what do I need to do first? And get kind of lost getting started on it. And it gave me kind of this ability to really jump in and say, okay, just get started somewhere. Don't get lost in the details. <laughs> and it really does help a lot in giving me more energy and this kind of tingly, good feeling first thing in the morning. It kind of rides with me throughout the day. It's like I feel just energized from it. And I think part of it is that I don't release with an ejaculation during my morning affirmations, most mornings, but I do release it eventually during the day. <laughs> so I think that for me, one of the things that I find really profound about raising sexual energy is that, yes, it does energize you, but it's also a calm energy. It's not a manic, frantic energy. I used to think of feeling energized like the manic energy that would come over me when the house would be really messy and it had to be cleaned by a certain time and it was a really big job and then just jumping into it and the kind of energy that you need to clean for eight hours a day for three days. And that energy is very frantic. It's very manic. And there's a crash that comes with that form of energy. But the energy that you get when you raise your sexual energy every day is a still energy that is focused. And I find that it helps me a lot more with my brain energy versus my bodily energy, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think part of this, too, steps into a little bit of the spiritual aspects of sexuality. I've been studying tantric sex and Taoist sexual techniques and just working with the energy centers and running that sex energy up into the body and through all the chakras. It helps kind of purge the system, so to speak. And it is a 
different kind of energy that we're dealing with. It's the energy centers of the body, and that gets very much into kind of the spiritual aspects, I think. It makes me feel much more balanced, and I feel like I've got an energy reserve whenever I need it. It's not like I'm having to race anymore. It's more like I'm getting into what I'm doing, and I think that's partly where the forming a life passion comes in. If I have a area of interest that just really feeds me, that's much better than trying to work away at something that, you know, is not really my forte and not really one of my interests. And I have to force myself through it. And, and there's some tasks we have to do that are life tasks. But then there's other ones that we can get into and it just fires up our inner passions. <laughs> For me, I think that there's a feedback loop that is created through spiritual sexuality. I find that as I build my sexual energy and I wrap spirituality around it, it helps me connect with my sexual energy first because that's the more primal urge. But since I wrap the spirituality around it, it brings up my spirituality. And then being in touch with my spirituality and being more aware of myself and being more aware of my own internal workings, that feeds my sexual energy. And it, it goes back and forth and builds upon each other quite well. And I'd like to also talk a little bit about mindfulness and being fully present. By doing this exercise each day, one of the benefits I found of it was that as I practiced this, I became more aware of the present moment, that time just with my body, feeling every sensation in my body. And too often before that, I'd go through life just kind of barely aware of my body. So it made me much more aware of how my body felt. And it also made me more present. And as I practiced this over time, I became more focused and present and mindful in my social interactions. And so I was much more aware of the people around me and became more interested in what other people had to say and what their opinions were. Not that I necessarily always agreed with them. Oftentimes I didn't. But it was kind of interesting to discover what other people are into. And it became this mindfulness and this being fully present with myself started seeping out into every other area of my life. It's just amazing. <laughs> I've found the same thing. For me, my experience of mindfulness is being aware of my body and my breathing and the movements that my body is taking. And it's made me very aware of what I'm doing in those moments that would normally have been very mundane moments in my life. And I can have these like extremely spiritual feelings walking down the street to the bus or back from the bus or on a long bus ride or 
washing the dishes or any number of mundane daily tasks that we kind of take for granted and normally fill with idle thought through raising the sexual energy every day and being more mindful of the present moment. I feel a spark of the divine even in those mundane moments and it warms my heart. It makes me happy and I am able to build those happy chemicals even when I'm not actively engaging in raising sexual energy. Um, one of the things I do a lot when I don't really know what to do with myself is practice my PC muscle exercises. And thinking about it and feeling myself squeeze and relax and squeeze and relax and paying attention to my breathing as I'm doing it and being aware of the other sensations in my body uh, or the people around me, the air outside on my skin, the feeling of the sun on my neck. It is really magical. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I had taken for granted. And it's it's really, really powerful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think another element of doing this practice that I've noticed over time is that when I start edging an orgasm and I start feeling that intense pleasure building up and building up and getting closer to that edge, that edge of no return, and mastering this art of just staying this side of uh, ejaculatory orgasm, it created a whole new body awareness for me. It created this attunement to my body and to the energies of my body. Sexual energy is a very powerful force. And one of the things I discovered through this process was that I am an energy being. And by practicing this, I'm feeding my energy self lots of good sexual energy. And it's something that we just start pleasuring and touching ourselves or our partner and being touched by our partner or being touched by ourselves. And all of a sudden, it's like the touch transforms. We become more aware of it. And it starts going much deeper into our bodies and building even more pleasure for us. It's kind of one of those win-wins. <laughs> it's a moment where I reach kind of a type of synergy with this stuff. It's like the more I feed it, it becomes more than what I fed it. And it just grows and becomes this beautiful, amazing journey into the erotica and pleasures of the flesh that just feed us so deeply. Yeah, I know when I'm edging, a lot of the time, as I build up my sexual energy and I start feeling all of those amazing feelings going throughout my body, I feel tingles and I feel the hair on my arms or legs or neck stand up and I feel this incredible energy. And after you get your body really warmed up 
just the slight brush of your hand against your nipple or rubbing your fingers on the outside of your anus or using your fingers on your perineum. Each little touch that you make on your body is so much more powerful after you, you're fully sexually charged. It's really incredible how how sensitive your body gets to each little touch and texture. It's really mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. And we're to our station break time. <laughs> Actually, a little beyond, but that's okay. <laughs> we often get going on this stuff. <laughs> I would like to remind everybody to visit our website at ravenslayerleather.com and check out the membership site that I've set up. We would love for you to join, and it's free of charge for the time being. In time, I may start charging a very low monthly fee, but for the time being, I'm keeping it free of charge. And this membership site is a space where we can discuss what you put into practice. You can ask questions, you can share your experience with others, it's a space to really grow and develop and and work together to create a more sex-positive lifestyle and really get in touch with the benefits of all this by sharing. And I find sometimes it helps me get more motivated. If I'm in a group and sharing my experience, it's like I get more excited about it. It's like, oh boy, I can tell him what I just discovered last night <laughs> or this morning or whenever I was doing my sex works. And it can be such a great way to really connect with other people and find out how others experience these things. How does it work for them? I know I've got my methods, but there's many other methods out there too. And I'm always discovering new things. But by creating a space where we can get together and discuss this stuff and talk about it. It gives us a safe space to really experience a more sex-positive lifestyle with others that are going through the same journey. And also be sure to check out our video training programs. We've got quite a few. Some are free. Most are at a minimal fee of $10 per program, and each program is quite a number of video trainings. And they have worksheets and other things to really kind of get deep in, deeper into some of these practices. Anything you want to add? Also, feel free to find our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash ladyboygigi. There's a link to it on our website. Your help helps us to keep bringing you positive sexual education through this podcast, and we really appreciate any anything that you can offer, $1 a month, $5 a month. Any amount will help us to continue to bring you this great sexual education. And while on that note, I would like to share one thing. I was talking with someone the other day about our lack of sex education. And I said, you know, it's kind of weird. In every other human endeavor, we're supposed to 
study it, practice it, learn through training programs, and really master so many different things in life, except for sex. And I said to this person, I said, even married couples are not given an adequate sexual education, at least not in our country, the U.S., and I find that shameful. I find it really despicable that what's so wrong that we can't even teach married couples that are sanctioned by the state to have a sexual relationship, to keep them in the dark, to not teach some of these advanced sexual techniques and how to pleasure each other at a deeper level. And the person I was talking to said, yeah, maybe that's partly why we have so many divorces and breakups and so many problems in relationships. It's that we don't really know what we're doing. I'm not here to say that sex is the only component of a relationship, but it's one of the more important ones. And it's kind of like you leave out the sex in our overall education, then how are we supposed to really have a very happy, successful relationship when that's one of the major components. I know what you mean. Ever since I've been studying with you and learning about things and getting over my own ignorances, it is much more apparent how little so many people know and understand about sex. It always really bugged me when I met someone who blatantly said that they were only really concerned about their orgasm or something like that. But it is really kind of sad that so many people don't really understand things, especially as I get outside of my bubble. And the group of kinky weirdos that I know, everyone knows about sex. So it's more apparent when I get out of that bubble how little so many people do know. And I saw a thing a while back on a little project someone did. They had 50 men, 50 women draw a picture of the penis and a picture of the vulva. Everybody got the penis right. Only a small handful two or three got the vulva correct. Even with women, they don't even know their own bodies in our culture. And it's not through their fault. It's because they've never been taught and given a proper sex education. And so I find it just really appalling that through this process of sex-negative social conditioning, we can't even know a full informed ability to know the female sexual system. And I find that's really appalling. And I see it kind of reflected because I hear so many women say, I've never had a squirting orgasm or I've never been able to even orgasm, really. I, I kind of have these good feelings sometimes, but it doesn't really do a whole lot for me. But the interest is there. And part of it is learning how to work with the vulva and how to stimulate it to where it does feel good. So that reminds me of the show that we were watching recently, 
Sex Education on Netflix, which is a very good show. I recommend it to anyone. But they show the sex education system in England, and it's much better than the one we have in America. And there's a scene where the main two characters are filling out a diagram of a woman's vagina, and the girl says that's where the hymen is, and the boy whose mother is a sex advice therapist corrects her and starts fully like mapping it out. Yeah. <laughs> and it really made me think that I never had anything like that in high school. And it's really sad. And even though their sex education system is better, it still showed the ignorance that so many people have about their own body. It's, I know that I didn't know nearly as much about my penis and how it worked before I started working with you. Yeah. And I do a whole, I think I've done a show. Yeah, I did a show on sexual anatomy uh, quite a while back. But in that show, I've kind of go over the both the male and the female anatomy in pretty good detail and <laughs> kind of map out where things are and how it all works and how to pleasure it. And, and for men and women, it is a little different how to pleasure one another. And most in our culture, we think, oh, you just stick it in and do the deed and everybody's happy. No, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> or at least not always. <laughs> it takes a lot of foreplay and a lot of waking up that sex energy. And and I think men are kind of designed by nature to be on the ready at a drop of the hat, whereas women take a little more time to wake up that sex energy and to where it really feels good. And so that's where foreplay comes in. Yeah, and another thing that you've taught me about that is that a lot of women don't like direct stimulation of their clitoris, especially early on during sex, and that you have to work around it to wake it up. And even after you do you have to be gentle with it and only lightly touch it or treat it like it's a doorbell. <laughs> yeah, because, well, a lot of guys aren't educated. The clitoris has even more nerve endings than a guy has in the head of his penis. And think about how sensitive the head of the penis is, and yet the Clitoris is even smaller, so it's even more compact and concentrated. It's like super filled with n nerves. And to go in and stimulate it cold without any kind of warm-up, for some women it, it can feel very painful and unpleasant because it's not ready yet. <laughs> and for women, you want to do those circles around the clit because sometimes the hot spot migrates around and it's not always in the same spot and for a lot of women staying on that spot will make it go cold so it really takes an art to really tease it and play with it and do those tantric circles 
But we're getting way off the topic, <laughs> which is okay, but that's part of what we do on this show. But back to life transformations through sex. <laughs> well, I think that parlays fairly well into one of the, the benefits I've had with training under you and raising sexual energy and learning about my body and how it works through learning about my own sexual body and how it works, it is much easier when I do have sex with a boy or a girl to know what to do and how to awaken that sexual energy and how to slowly tease. And sometimes you awaken an area and you give it a little tease and then you back off and you kind of deny it and till they are just ready to explode and then mm -hmm. and then you go back and you go in and please them it's very good and there are so many pleasuring techniques to learn i mean those are just a few of them and it can be amazing how much just becoming more aware of one's own body helps you when you're with a partner. And for both men and women, it's good to get into this practice of exploring your body and raising that sexual energy and getting more in tune with how your sexual body works. And just doing that exercise can add a whole new dimension to your relationship with others, especially if both partners are practicing this. Yeah, and the other thing that it does is it helps you to teach your partner what you like. When you know what it is that works for you, that really turns you on and gets your juices flowing, you can show your partner how you like to be pleasured and show them the best way to really help you raise your sexual energy. Mm -hmm. And that encourages them to do the same with you. And in total, it gives you both a better sexual experience. And I think another thing is, you know, we've mentioned this exercise on the show in the past, performing the genital heart connection where you put your right hand on your partner's heart and they put their right hand on your heart and you put your left hand on their genitals and they do the same. And then you do some tantric breathing together while gazing into each other's eyes. And this can create such a deep bond and form that genital heart connection at an energy level. And it will deepen your relationship just doing that one little practice. Even if you just do it once or twice with your partner, it can be so powerful yeah definitely and uh, another thing that you taught me that has really changed my sex life for the better is you taught me how to set up a sexual trigger where when I raised my sexual energy when I was right on the edge you had me play with my ear and do that 
every day for a really long time. I'm still doing it. And then you can use it in play with your partner after they've trained that natural response and they have that association of really good feelings with a certain stimulus. When you give them that stimulus, it awakens their entire body and makes it so receptive to sexual touch. Oh, yeah. But the trigger should be something that you don't do any other time. And that's why I had you kind of squeeze your earlobe a few times. and Because uh, you don't normally sit and squeeze your earlobe. <laughs> but any gesture, uh, some people use a hand signal or any number of things that you wouldn't normally do any other time except when you've gotten yourself fully aroused, fully erect, and got that sex energy at its height. And then you start building that trigger. And it takes about 60 days to really get it firmly in place. And then you've got something that you can trigger in yourself when you're ready for active play. Yes, and if your partner knows your trigger, it's something that they can play with. I know that when we do training, a lot of times you use my trigger in conjunction with the work that we do. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> it really makes a big difference in in the work that we do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, think about it when you... When you're walking across a room in your day-to-day -day life, you're stimulating your genitals, but you barely notice it. And that's because to really feel sexually fulfilled and to be ready to receive pleasure, you've got to have your system ready for it. And it's through raising that sexual energy that it awakens. It's a sleeping kundalini sleeping serpent within us all. And by doing the morning affirmations and doing some of the other erotic work and raising that sexual energy, you're awakening that sleeping serpent and all of a sudden your whole body senses transform. They become more in tune and responsive to erotic touch. Yeah, I've I've been working with my kundalini a lot and it really is an incredible experience to feel that sexual energy awaken in you and be aware of it. I feel like it's kind of like a potential energy and it just needs a little nudge to get it woken up and started. Oh, yeah. And I found that through the work that we've been doing, I'm a lot better at waking that energy up quicker than I used to be able to. <laughs> I'd like to talk a little bit about edging an orgasm because that's a powerful exercise to do. And I know that I've kind of been working with it for many years and it's given me so much. I mean, I have gotten to the point where I have these 
I don't know what to call them. They're not really orgasms. It's just on this side of reaching that point of no return. But I'm at this state of ecstasy and pleasure, and I start getting drippy, wet. I mean, it just kind of starts oozing out, but it's not an ejaculation. And I can stay on that edge. And by staying there, it's like my consciousness does a major shift. All of a sudden, I'm so hyper-aware of that moment. I'm so in tune with my body, and I feel that pleasure. And It's gotten to the point where I don't even have to struggle to keep on this side anymore. I've just been practicing it so long. But when I'm staying there, it's like everything shifts. It's hard to put into words exactly, but my whole attunement to my body shifts in amazing ways. And, and I can ride that pleasure zone that's that close for hours and hours. And the longer I ride it, it's just amazing what happens. It's kind of that internal journey that you get into this state of being. And when I do edge the orgasm, for long periods of time, and I do this from time to time, my whole world shifts for days and weeks afterwards. It's kind of like flipping a switch in the brain. It's, it transforms us at a whole nother level. But this is kind of the advanced stuff. You have to start with the basics and build up to it because edging an orgasm really takes a lot of attunement to your body and understanding it and how it works. But once you do, it's amazing. And then when you do have the orgasm, it is so packed. I mean, it's um, why well, you've seen it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but what has your experience been with edging the orgasm? What have you gotten out of it? For me, learning to edge has been incredible because one of the reasons I started working with you is I used to have a really big problem with premature ejaculation. And it's something I felt self-conscious about for a very long time. And learning to not give in to temptation and learning how to circulate the sexual energy was really one of the major keys for me because as you've said several times on the show men in our culture tend to keep all of their sexual energy in their genitals and when you feel yourself getting close touching your other body parts and other erogenous zones and and practicing that lover's breath yeah and practicing your breathing it circulates throughout the whole body and I get all of my hair standing up on my body constantly and I am so aware of everything that's going on in my body and in the world around me and I feel so blissful and amazing and all of those good brain chemicals are pumping through you and when you finally do release after a, a long time it's such an incredible orgasm I find them very emotional almost to the point of wanting to cry but in a good way it's 
really fantastic. Those are those happy tears, those tears of ecstasy. I've experienced it where I'm just crying and with so much pleasure and joy and just this feeling of being so connected with everything, with myself, my partners, with life. And it gives me a whole new appreciation and gratitude for life when I practice these things. It's like all of a sudden, life becomes so much more meaningful for me. I find meanings in places where I didn't before. And it just kind of comes through me. And, and I feel more balanced and very connected with all. And I mean, the words just barely describe the actual experience. <laughs> yeah, and for me, it's also getting in touch with my sexual energy through edging and through building my trigger and through my daily sexual practices. Getting in touch with my own sexual energy has also made it a lot easier for me to get in touch with the sexual energy of other people. I know with you, when I'm sucking your dick or I'm stimulating you and you're making all of those wonderful sex noises <laughs> and getting really turned on, when you're going through that, I feel it inside of me. And I remember a time when you had an orgasm and I was touching you and it went through your body into me and I felt the orgasm as you had it and it was really incredible. Oh yeah, and this is part of that energy working. It's amazing how we can experience all new levels of sexuality at an energy level and a physical level. And I know that connects us at a deeper level when we're able to do that. It puts the excitement back into a love life, especially when you've been together for many, many years. It kind of rekindles everything, rekindles that spark and that love. But it's a different kind of experience than when you first meet someone and feel like you're walking on the air, or so, so to speak. It's a more mature, I think, feeling. It's this kind of connection that goes so much deeper. And I think in many ways, it's so much more powerful a bond and connection and love and just that sense of being a part of each other. It's incredible. Not that there's anything wrong with that first time oh, no, excitement. <laughs> I love that, too. <laughs> it's a joy, too. But it is a whole different experience when you've been with someone for many years. And mm -hmm. you connect at this level. Well, you've seen how me and Jay, we can mm -hmm. almost finish each other's sentences. We're so connected. Mm -hmm. uh, we have this very amazing relationship it's just so beautiful it's hard to put into words exactly but i am so grateful to have jay in my life <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Oh, I she know. is such an amazing woman. <laughs> oh, I agree. She is very special. You're very lucky. And I think one of the things that's really interesting is the process of going from that first time exhilaration and having the feelings be new and then slowly connecting more and more with a person and learning their body and learning what they like and them figuring out what you like and working those things out, that whole process is really beautiful and every step of the way has its own special qualities. Mm-hmm. Well, we're getting close to the end of the show tonight. Did you have anything else you want to add to our topic about so, life transformations and how it can take us to a whole new level of existence through sexuality. So throughout the show, I've shared several of the techniques that I've been working on, that I've learned from you, or I've adapted myself to bringing out these transformations. But there are many more different techniques out there. And it's important to find out what works for you and what doesn't. And it doesn't really matter what techniques that you use. What really matters is developing them and really making it something that you pay attention to, that you actively do and develop. And as you develop different techniques to raise your sexual energy and your sexuality, that's when the transformations happen. And sometimes it can be subtle and sometimes it can be overwhelmingly powerful and immediately noticeable. And sometimes it's both. So I would suggest figuring out what it is that makes your body work, what really works for you, and spend some time every day developing your own sexual practice. Yeah, and one good tool to use to kind of explore if you're not sure where to start with all this is the erotic body map. We go through some exercises in the erotic body map training program on how to identify your erogenous zones how to explore your body, and how to raise that energy. So it's a good tool to use. There's many other tools out there to explore and work with your breathing techniques. And breathing does have a big impact on our sexuality. If we learn some tantric breathing techniques, I've covered the lover's breath on this show, but there's other ones as well that can really ignite that sexual passion and bring it alive. <laughs> and I do want to take our little station break at the end of the show and remind everybody, check out ravenslayerleather.com. Check out some of the video training programs and see which ones might help you develop and live a more sex-positive lifestyle. Celebrate your sexuality and 
the gift of sexuality. Enjoy those pleasures because it's amazing where they can take us if we start learning new techniques and work with that sexual energy daily. It's very powerful and really can transform your life. I know that I've been working with other people that have been going through depression and having troubles with life. And I started them on this practice of erotic morning affirmations and working with their sexual energy. And I'm seeing great results. So this stuff really does work when we perform these exercises and really get into those pleasures. Plus, it's a lot of fun doing it, and it feels so good. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to add? One last thing that I will say is, since we started working together, I know that my body is much more awake now than it used to be. When you touch me sexually, or when other people touch me sexually, or when I touch myself sexually... I am so much more responsive and the difference that it has made in my sex life has been really, really incredible. It used to be that when someone was touching me sexually that it'd feel good, but it didn't feel very intense except on the genitals. But now... My whole body is completely awake and each little caress and each place that you put your hand and especially around my erogenous zones, it's a completely different experience. Oh yeah, and I can say that when I first started working with you, Paul, I'd touch you certain ways and and you'd kind of respond with a kind of pleased look and as you have gotten into this practice and more in tune, now when I touch you in those same places, it's like I can feel that jolt of energy going through you. I can see you just erupt in pleasure and these amazing sensations just go deeper into your core being and and you respond with these moans and just a heightened state of ecstasy. And it's beautiful to see that growth and transformation in you because it's also fun to play with it a little bit because <laughs> I can tease those areas and then give you just a little taste. And it's like all of a sudden it's like touching a live wire. It just goes all the way through you. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really incredible. And they almost, I know for me, I've been doing this for many, many years and for me, when I get my sexual body to that state, it's like almost body orgasms, muscle orgasms. These, It's a different kind of orgasm that just goes all through and deep into the core being of who and what we are. It's just amazing. So that's part of the life transformations that you can experience by putting these things into practice. You look like you wanted to say something. <laughs> I was just going to say that even hearing you describe it, I'm remembering 
the times and I don't even have to be touched now to oh, yeah. experience some of those same feelings. Oh yeah. I could see you already kind of responding to just me describing it. <laughs> well, on that note, touch yourselves and those amazing nocturnal emissions. Touch your whole body, not just your genitals. Awaken the Kundalini. Bring those pleasures to whole new heights. For you are worthy of it. You're deserving of it. Mother Nature made you this way. She gave us our sexual bodies, designed them through the millennia. So take advantage of the gift of our sexuality. Play with it and see where you can experience this kind of sexual bliss, these erotic, amazing journeys you can take yourself on and even a partner on and that you can share and grow deeper and deeper into being more mindful not just in sex but in your whole life and the rewards are so amazing I mean when you can touch someone and their whole body responds with just a burst of pleasure it's incredible. That's powerful. And it's a very powerful gift that we can give to each other. On that note, have a good night. Good night. I find it interesting that adults in our culture are not provided with informative sexual education. Even married couples don't have access to an adequate sexual education and how to pleasure each other. It's assumed that somehow we will instinctively know all that we need to know about sex. I don't know how you feel about this, but I think there's a better method. I would like to invite you to join me in developing a sex-positive lifestyle with freedom of sexual expression between consenting adults. Join us each week to learn everything sexual. Add your comments about the show and any suggestions you have for future show topics. We would love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss any episodes. This concludes this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Sex is the final frontier. So explore everything sexual.